Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Thanks for tuning in to the Live Lucky Podcast, guys. Um, so as a therapist, I often talk with individuals trying to make a decision. You know, So today I decided, just recently, it seems like a lot of people that I've been talking to are dealing with indecision. So I thought, you know what, this might be a good topic to bring up here on the podcast. Um, but I do talk to a lot of people trying to make decisions about their lives, different aspects, you know. Uh, whether it's a young adult trying to pick some path for their future, or maybe it's a, a parent trying to decide you know, how to love and discipline their children and, and help them to be the best versions of themselves. Um, could be adults deciding how to best care for their elderly parent, um, or individuals deciding well how to better their marriage, their relationships, you know, with friends or family members. Um, sometimes it's even teenagers uh, trying to make a decision of how to best share something very impactful that means a lot to them with their parents. You know, and of course the list goes on and on and on. You know, and that's oftentimes why people come to me because they don't know what to do. Um, What's well, interesting because you've probably heard this research study, but uh, at Cornell University, they put out a report uh, that we as human beings make on average 35,000 decisions per day. That's a lot of decisions, right? But with all of these decisions, you know, it can be really difficult, difficult to choose what to do. You know, it can be very overwhelming at times. Um, so, the first thing I wanted to hit on was, well, what gets in the way of decision-making? So, when we're trying to move forward, sometimes we've got some barriers in the way. And so, if we don't know what those barriers are, we don't even know how to move them, jump over them, walk around them, you know, whatever it might be, we don't know what to do once we get to the barriers. So, we need to know, what are the barriers to decision-making? I would say... You know, from a mental perspective, you know, there's two main cognitive distortions that come to mind for me uh, that really stand in the way of, of making decisions. And the first one uh, that screams it loud and clear is black and white thinking. Now, if you guys are not familiar with what black and white thinking is, it's thinking that uh Decisions or things in life are either right or wrong. Okay? Uh, they're good or bad. You know, we, we live life in extremes. And oftentimes we link this to kind of perfectionistic type of mentalities because it's either got to be perfect or it's a failure. Right? Now, if we step back, we can really recognize there's a lot of gray in between that black and white, or oftentimes I'll even say there's a lot of color in between that black and white. You know, there's a lot of different options. 
you know, it's not usually just this one option or another option. I know that I've shared this in the past, but my wife and I, we always talk about, well, what's the second best answer? You know, because it's like the first thing we come up with might not even, I mean, if we're looking at black and white, it could be, we think it's totally right. But then the second, we call it second best answer, might actually work out even better. And so does that make the first answer wrong or just the second answer just more feasible and, and we see a better outcome, right? So you can see just in this small example that black and white thinking is it doesn't typically serve us very well or the people around us. Um, and I will say when it comes to decision making, oftentimes uh, we're making decisions of right or wrong based on maybe will I be accepted or not accepted, right? Um, will I be loved or not loved, right? We even link it oftentimes to our uh, who, who we are and how people view us and things like that, um, which leads us right into the second main block when it comes to the mental aspects of, of decision-making, and that's shoulding. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys have ever heard this cognitive distortion before, but shoulding is just that. I should do this. I should have done that. I shouldn't do this, or I shouldn't have done that. You know, some people say, you know, musting, or other, there's other ways to say that too. But basically, it's this idea of believing there's a particular expectation for your decision making whether that comes from other people or whether it even comes from inside of us, you know, whether it comes, you know, pick a place, whether it's a business or an organization or, an or you know, whatever it might be. But there's some type of expectation we believe that we're supposed to align with. Um, that can oftentimes be a really big mental block um, because maybe it's we don't quite align with Maybe the the organization we are that's telling us to do certain thing, and we're trying to make a decision, and it doesn't align with who we are, and we're trying to make a decision best for the company because we're an employee. So I mean, like this can get really tricky, you know. Um, so other people's expectations or shoulding, you know, I should do this. The company would want me to do this, or I, my parents would want me to do this, or you know, people at church would want me to do this. Right. Like I should do this or I shouldn't do this. Right. That can be a big barrier to making decisions. OK. Um, so those uh, I think we could probably keep going with, you know, any kind of mental blocks. But to me, those are probably the top two. Um, now, let's look at the emotional barrier when it comes to decision making. And that would be da 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 da. Fear of failure. This thing seems to come up pretty often, doesn't it? Um, and it really, it, it probably underlies both of these cognitive distortions in a pretty big way, right? Because if we believe black and white thinking and we're either right or wrong or perfect or a failure, right? There's a fear of failure there, you know, that's really driving us because if I make the wrong decision, then I'm a failure and I'm not going to be accepted or loved or, you know, so so oftentimes all of those things are really tied together. 
and that emotional barrier, that fear, really, I mean, if we just boil it down, it doesn't even have to be a fear fear of failure. We'll just boil it down to just strictly the emotion of fear. That is oftentimes the biggest barrier to decision-making. And I think with, with any kind of a barrier, the first thing is to shine a light on it, right? Sometimes it's just a shadow and we shine a light and the thing goes away. It doesn't even exist, right? It's just this figment of our imagination or, again, it's this emotional experience we're having. But there's really no substance to it. So that's the first thing when it comes to these barriers. Um, now, we could walk through black and white thinking and shooting and, you know, all the other eight m- most uh, t- top cognitive distortions. And maybe one day we'll do that. Uh, today, today is not that day. I do want to continue with, so what do I do when it comes to decision making? Okay. The first thing is calming the emotional brain. I know in the past we've talked about if we, if our emotional brain, our amygdala, our limbic system is overactivated, what happens to the thinking brain of the cortex? It goes offline. You cannot access your thinking brain in a really helpful way. You know, we, we start having poor focus and concentration and, and we just can't think through things the way that we normally would. So the first thing we've got to do when it comes to indecision is we've got to calm down our emotional brain, okay? Because oftentimes there is the fear that I've got to try to process out of my body in some way. So that's the first thing. And once we've got our thinking brain kind of back online, then I want you to think about identity and indecision, okay? So the first thing here is... We could take this from an external identity perspective, right? Where we are trying to filter our decision by what other people think, what other people feel, what other people do, or the environment. I believe uh, there's an expectation from the environment around me, right? And what is that? That is the black and white thinking. That's the shooting. That's all those external things outside of you and trying to tell you who you should be, right? Or we've got this other option, and that's doing it from an internal identity perspective. So instead of deciding, well, I think that so-and-so would want me to do it this way, or I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings if I do it this way. Now, I'm not saying that we should not care about other people. I, you, If you guys know me well enough, you know that I love all of you and I only want love for anybody. Um, but at the same time, we still have to have that internal perspective, and, and I'm just going to say internal love, that we can use as our filter. So f- you've got uh, what I'm proposing then is decide who you want to be and then use this as your filter to make the decision, okay? Because what this does, <clears throat> it takes away all the blame, takes away all the shame, takes away all the guilt, right? And those are some of the other emotional pieces uh, that I probably should have talked about, but um, I'm talking about them now. So, I mean, blame, shame, guilt, all these things are never 
good motivators. They're short-term motivators at best, and there's usually some pretty high consequences to these. Okay, so if we can avoid all three of those, man, we're, we're in a good spot. So the way we do that is first decide who you want to be and use that as the filter. And then it then basically we can just learn from those experiences. Was I who I wanted to be in that moment? You know, did that play out the way that I was hoping it would? And if it didn't, okay, learn from it. Right? There, there doesn't have to be, we can skip past all the blame and shame and guilt, just straight up to learning. We don't have to do any of that stuff that's going to hold us back or ruin relationships or anything else. So, what we said first, when, when we're trying to um, make decisions, right? we're in, the, in that indecisive state, work on recognizing the blocks. Second, calm the emotional brain. Third, you've are, if you haven't already, decide who you want to be, and that's your filter. And then the last thing I'm going to hit on today, then, is sometimes we just need a new perspective, right? I mean, I might be uh, going into a situation knowing who I am, calmed my brain, and it's like, yes, that I know exactly how I want to be in that situation, and it might not be helpful for myself, for the other people. So again, I learn from it, and then I want to look at it from a different perspective. So sometimes we can call this empathy. I want to look at the situation from other people's perspective to understand what they are going through, okay, if they're involved in this, in this decision. But I don't want to that alone to drive me, okay? A new perspective might be talking to somebody outside of the situation. You know, sometimes uh, I think of this idea of, you know, if you're in the jar, sometimes you can't read the label on the jar, but somebody outside the jar can read the label pretty easily and tell you what's going on outside the outside or inside the jar, you know. And so getting that new perspective can really be helpful when you're trying to make decisions. Now, the truth is, even that new perspective might not be exactly what you want to do, but it will uh, oftentimes influence you to, to, I don't know, just think differently. You know, if we're constantly thinking the same way or looking at things the exact same way, we're not growing, we're not learning, we're not changing. You know, we want to continue to evolve as human beings, as, as ourselves. We want to continue to grow. Um, and so being able to look at things from different angles allows us to do that. So we've talked about kind of the, the main things about indecision, recognizing the blocks, shine a light on them, calming the brain, and uh, using your own identity as the filter, and then lastly, gaining some new perspectives too. So how does understanding indecision help you to lead Lucky? I think this is a pretty obvious one, right? Because who are the decision makers? Leaders, of course. Parents, whoever. You know, so you, the best uh, approach in my perspective is to gather all the puzzle pieces, right? All the bits of information, learn as much as you can about what's going on, calm your brain, filter through your identity, 
right? And also, like I said, as an employee or a leader of an organization, you also have to filter through the business filter as well. Okay, so that, like I said, there, there's some nuance there. Um, but then lastly, I didn't say this in the beginning, but trust your choice. Right or wrong, good or bad outcome, right? Just trust that you are, you know that you did the best you could with the information you had using this process. And then learn from it, right? It's that easy. You know, you don't have to beat yourself up over it. You know, there's going to be poor outcomes or unwanted outcomes, that's, that is a part of life. And if we didn't have those, we would never learn and grow, right? So we need those. That's, you know, in the past, we've talked about accepting the shadow, embracing the shadow. That's the shadow, right? Those pieces that we don't necessarily enjoy, we don't really uh, prefer, but they help us to understand ourselves better and grow and learn. And I make this sound a little more flowery, right, than it is in the moment when we're experiencing the, the emotional fallout. But in the long run, once we've calmed our brains down again, then we can go ahead and try to learn from those experiences. All right, guys. So what is one thing that you were going to take away from this episode today? Is there a decision you've got to make right now? You know, coming up into the holiday season, you know, um, or into the new year, you, know, you might be having some decisions that you've got to make about something. And I'm hoping that something in here today might have been helpful in just tweaking the process that you have already created for making decisions. I hope that this was helpful in some way. Now remember guys, living lucky is not living alone. I'd love for you guys to share this if this was helpful. Um, And of course, the links to all the different social media platforms are in the notes. Uh, I just love for you guys to follow the, the, this podcast so that you're knowing when the new ones come out, you know, I'd love for you to rate it. Um, and of course you can find my book and workbook on, on Amazon. I think I've covered all the bases here. Um, but more than anything, guys, I just appreciate you guys and I love you. And thank you so much for being here today. And I just look forward to continuing this journey of living lucky. And we'll discuss more about this next time. Have a great day, guys.